kill me. What a thoughtful gift. Why, you are as civilized as we, except we wear shoes and have last names. Welcome to our table, our new primitive friends. Thank you, Sarah Miller. You're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Your hair is the color of the sun. Your skin is like fresh milk. And everyone loves you. Stop! Sit. Wait. What? We cannot break bread with you. Huh? Becky, what's going on? Wednesday! You have taken the land which is rightfully ours. Years from now, my people will be forced to live in mobile homes, on reservations. Your people will wear cardigans and drink highballs. We will sell our bracelets by the roadsides. You will play golf and enjoy hot hors d'oeuvres. My people will have pain and degradation. Your people will have stick shifts. The gods of my tribe have spoken. They have said, do not trust the pilgrims, especially Sarah Miller. Gary, she's changing the words. And for all these reasons, I've decided to scalp you and burn your village to the ground. Recording to you from Studio 212, Neighborhood South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is going to be episode 123. 23? I think it's Jordan. That's his number. Ooh. What do you got over there, Eric? You just gave me a box of Jordans, and that's like the coolest shit of all time. <laughs> Grill, how long steak, mister? I got distracted by the shoes, Chef. I forgot to fire it. Oh, my God. My name is Bobby Stills. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast uh, with me. Introduce yourself, sir. Hi, I'm Eric. We also have another uh, former co-host of this show. She's moved on to bigger and better things. Um, we're going to find out about what she's been up to. What's your name, miss? Hey, it's a little echo hot. <laughs> oh, um, we got another. Uh, it's a packed house here uh, in Studio Two and Two. Ingrid bringing her energy and light into our space. I appreciate it. Uh, also, Chef Amy. You want to say hi, Amy? <laughs> she she was like I can't. she was like I want to come by and say what's up, but I have dough rising. Uh, she also wanted to drop off candy because she is so jealous of my sweet, sweet bod on Instagram <laughs> that she is trying to. I on my coffee. She's trying to uh, sabotage me, and I don't appreciate it. And she's also teasing me with it, baking late at night on the gram and making pizza. Mm. And uh, that's why she gave you soft caramels and not hard caramels too. So I'll, I'll take oh. it soft and hard. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So sugary. Uh, I was trying to coax Amy <laughs> into talking to us about she. She just went to L.A. Everybody's going to L.A. So yeah, I man. think I need to go to L.A. You were in L.A. Keith's in L.A. Amy went to L.A. Hello, were you in L.A.? No, I've been on the East Coast pretty much. We'll get into that. Yeah. A lot of, lot of Native Americans down in L.A.? Yeah. Native, like Latinos, right? A lot of Latinos, yeah. They're considered indigenous people. That's right. See? Yeah. You know, smart. You are. Podcasting network, you know. We got a indigenous pirate radio. We do. That's one of your buddies, right? I know him, yeah. Big Jossie? Yeah, he's, he's good the, friends of our. He's family. the man, you know. I'm one of those people that I like to throw around like names and stuff. I'm like, oh, I know that person. Da, 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 da. He's one of those people that actually knows real people. I mean, he's like knows Obama, and he just uh, 
He don't ever say shit. He just lets you sound like an idiot. <laughs> you know. He's a smart guy. Uh, my sister's smarter. I just want to point Ooh. that out. They went to school together. She but, got better grades. What? <laughs> yeah. So, what are we going to be talking about today? Eric, did we not talk about anything before we get into it with hello? I got nothing, man. Because we got an indigenous pop-up queen. I know, it's great. And we have a pop-up king. I mean, we just yeah. talk about pop-ups and things and cool stuff that she's doing. Uh, let's, start, right? let's start talking about things and see what pops up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, hello. Where are you currently working at? Let's get I into that first. Currently working at Purple Cafe and Wine Bar downtown Seattle. Um, and then I have my own company called Birch Basket, which focuses on pre-colonial foods, which is nothing brought over by colonizers. It's awesome. So I don't use any... White devils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White devils. <laughs> no pasta. <laughs> no pasta. That's why Keith isn't here today. <laughs> that, that, is, that is good. That is good. She's like, I'm not doing it because Keith is here. Rigatoni Rasta. No thank you, man. <laughs> Shout out to Keith. He's had a play, he says. Total. Yeah, playing with himself. (laughs) (laughs) Punching bag, punching bag. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, Explain to us what exactly, uh, for listeners, maybe that, I I don't even know, and I've cooked for a fair amount of time, but pre colonial, what what does that include? Pre colonial means don't use um, any pork, uh, beef. Son of a bitch. Um, My boner's going Chicken. (laughs) No dairy of any kind. Um, Yeah, nothing that was brought over by Christopher Columbus or um, any of the Italian Spaniards. Nothing from Europe or anything like that. Because, I mean, 55% of the world's food comes from North and South America anyways. And so... We're a huge exporter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... As an indigenous cook, I can I forage as well, and so if I know my surroundings or if I know somebody in that area, I can utilize that, and I can create an entire meal out of just what's, what's local in that, to my that surroundings. area. Yeah, it's cool. And so, why do I need what was brought over by colonizers? Sure. So you a lot of seafood. <clears throat> See, yeah, seafood, you know, like elk, deer. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, so are you still, I guess, like with your cooking techniques and stuff of how you work at like purple, mm-hmm. does that bring anything that you're learning on that side into the dinners? Or are you just kind of like putting a big, you know, a big line between that stuff? It's it's kind of a line. Yeah. yeah okay. No, it's because I've always like. I grew up Puerto Rican, and I'm okay. Puerto Rican, so yeah. it's like both my side of my parents. You grew you know. up in P- Puerto Rico? I grew Rico up here. And I, you're Puerto Rican. I, yeah, I grew, no, I grew up here, and that's the weird <laughs> thing of like having to understand what that food is to us, mm-hmm. and what makes it different to us, and what makes it like, you know, not other people dumbing it down, or telling you what you should be doing. You right. know, when people come in, they're like, oh yeah, where's the hot sauce? And I'm like, that's not us. Right. Right. Do you have, do you run into kind of stuff like that where people are like expecting certain ingredients or certain preparations from you? All the time. Like what? I mean, are they asking always like for like fucking smoked salmon all the time and just all the time? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what's kind of stuff that you make that you don't think other people know too much about or know enough about? Well, even just when I say pre-colonial food, Mm -hmm. it's just like a blank look. Right. 
So right there, I have to just go into, I do a lot of history. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of the pop-ups that I do, it is like half history and half food. Gotcha. Um, I teach, I I talk a lot about genocide Mm -hmm. um, because you can't talk about uh, pre-colonial food without talking about genocide. Because one of the first three things that colonizers do when they come in throughout history, no matter you look at history at any point in time, yeah, the colonizing group, first three things they do, they go after the food. For sure. It was such a key, key move that the U.S. government did and is still doing in indigenous food policy and did, you know, back in the day when they first came over. I have to bring all of that in and somehow get it onto a plate. Yeah, I got you. Do you feel like the more you educate people, the more at risk you are of people kind of like stealing your dishes and taking them on as them or their own stuff? Like, for example, so there's a lot of like Szechuan cuisine places or like, you know, restaurants that do Thai food or whatever else. And then it's some like white guy that runs the place now and owns the place and ends up being more popular. Are you afraid of like showing people like your food that you grew up on? And, you know, that's a fear I have of going with Puerto Rican food of going like, I'm going to make this shit hit. And then some other guy is going to come along and be like, no, but I have, I have another, I can open up a hundred of these fucking things faster than you can. That is part, it is kind of a worry, but also I know that, White people are not going to put in the work sure. to go out and forage yeah. for these ingredients. They're not going to do the history sure. of it, and they're not going to respect it. And that's also one of the reasons why I'm not going to open up like a restaurant. Yeah, just pop-ups. Yeah, why, why do you not want to open a restaurant, though? I, I've never seen a restaurant in that style no. of cuisine. No, There are. There is a there is not here not not here here. yeah in the United States in the yeah in the United States but not here in um, Washington as far as I know um, and are they all pre-colonial all pre-colonial some of them use a little bit like local 360 style you know how they do theirs just be 360 (laughs) degrees but sometimes they have to travel 400 miles you know bend a little little, I mean. I'm sure that they try to keep it as close to authentic to authentic as possible, but um, that's them. That's not me. How often are you doing dinners and kind of where do people find you doing dinners at? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, yeah, that's, we'll get into that too. Okay. What, what kind of, I just, I'm excited about yeah. it. So I'm, what? Yeah. I'm like, where, when? So I had a, cu- I had a, cu- a couple questions I wanted to ask about this situation. Um, a, what kind of people are seeking you out for these specific kind of dinners and, and does Birch Basket only do pre-colonial, pre-colonial dinners? Yeah. They, that's, that's specifically all you do. Um, yeah, I do some catering events. Yeah. Um, but I do. Where you serve non traditional indigenous food? No, it's all. It's all. It's, it's yeah. It's, um, and then are they some of these people that um, are seeking you out? Are they asking you to, to do stuff specifically and you have to turn them down and say no? Like, that's not what I do. That's not my thing. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. Have you lost clients because of that? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, what kind of people are seeking you out? Like what, what's the, what market are you going for? And then what, what's the reasoning behind these people, you know, wanting to, to go with Birch Baskets? Um, I would say about half of the clients are like the native nonprofits that are here in okay. Seattle, um, which I was working with before anyways, yeah. before I became like official company. Um, so I had that relationship already. And then now I'm working kind of with, I'm starting to partner with this one group. It's not totally official, but I'm hopefully we'll start to do stuff in schools. Um, so I'm excited about that because I want to start. I, I really like. It's more like a food kids. food education program. So half, yeah, yeah, half, half. and half, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'll start teaching kids, um, not just how to cook, but also like the history, history, of food and yeah. 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 Then I do these other, you know, different pop-ups with the I Collective, which is a nonprofit organization. Yeah, let's get into what I mean. Do you want to get into that right now? I was going to bring that up in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we can get into it. Yeah. Now, did you, you started working with, first of all, will you explain to uh, the listeners and everybody in the room what I Collective is? Yeah. Um, well, the I Collective stands for four principles, indigenous, inspired, innovative, and independent. And we're a group. Um, there's 18 of us. Uh, we're all over North and South America. Um, there is no central location. We're, there's a couple of us here in Seattle. There's a lot of us on the East Coast. Um, we're all over the place. People contact us either individually or through the website or Facebook or wherever. And they ask us if we want to be part of their event or whatever the situation is. And it's kind of like we all have the same goal and focus. We all do education. We all cook in some way or we're all knowledge seed keepers. We all hold traditions. Um, and a few of us, one or two of us will come together and we'll do the event and so it becomes a, it, it become if you work with somebody else from I Collective, it mm -hmm. then becomes an I Collective event, right? Yeah. Do you, is there ever times do you feel like with that within that group that somebody is contacted and they just go ahead and do it by themselves and run 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 with like the birch basket? If somebody, what makes you your decision making process and bringing bringing in the rest of the team, or you just taking on the event by yourself? If they contact I Collective, yeah. It's an iCollective event. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's a one person doing it. It's an umbrella. Yeah. Um, and then uh, these, like what the iCollective events are you, when did you start working with them? And did this come, which came first, chicken or the egg? Did you start Birch Basket first and then were contacted or did you start working with iCollective first? Um, I started working with iCollective first. Um, I've been doing pre-colonial food stuff for years, but never officially like my own company. Yeah. I, I Collective has been going now for about a year and a half. Um, we had our first official event in New York just this last, um, a, uh, a year ago, last um, Thanksgiving. What was that event? 
What was it? It was actually four events. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One giant event. One giant. Composing of four smaller events. <laughs> yes. Sounds um, like a fucking Olympics or something. It, was, it felt like an Olympics. <laughs> it was so many. It was a bunch of different pop-ups. Um, uh, all of us were there. We were all broken up into, into teams. 18. All 18 of you. Yeah. Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> we did two different pop-ups in um, Brooklyn and two different pop-ups in Chinatown. Food culture and the story is that is being told today of what Thanksgiving is, is absolutely false. It's total bullshit. The food Teach these devils. <laughs> and what the... F- <laughs> God damn it. It's true though, right? I mean, did we, we did a Thanksgiving episode before. We, we were together we and did. we just fucking laughed at the American traditions when it comes to Thanksgiving. It looks nothing like the supposed original Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like they didn't even have that food back then. No. You know, it was a bunch of, you know, a bunch of foul and wild game and stuff like that or, you know. Yeah. But I mean, even the story is like totally I mean, Thanksgiving came from a massacre, you know, it's not, it's not a nice, pleasant story where your, your little white kids are running around. Rip off a little turkey leg. You're fine. Everything's (laughs) okay. Oh yeah. Extra gravy on the mashed potatoes. Don't worry about that death. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Stuffing with the side of death. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. Just sneeze on that person. Black metal shit right there. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So you went out to, so this is in New York and it was four separate pop-ups and they were, were they all based on, they was around Thanksgiving. So it was, it was based on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was based on Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, we just told, we just told the true story and we told every person who was involved made their own dish and told the story behind that dish or. Uh, Why have I not been invited to any of these dinners? Gosh, well, cause you've, they've very, always been very upset. Oh, they're always away. gone. They're, yeah, they're always, always not here. Yeah, so that was that was your guys' first pop up, and then has the company you've you've went on many many other trips. List off some other places you've been, and what what kind of dinners you did for them. Um. Yeah. So I've been to this year. We've been to just the ones that I've been to. I should say Virginia. We worked with um, University of Virginia um, for a food sovereignty and food justice conference. Um, we. Did a few days at a um, a farm there, uh, where we cooked and foraged, and it was amazing. You would have loved it. It would have. Been, oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'll take an invite next. Yeah, time. All right. I'll go with you. All right. I'll be your prep cook. Okay. Um, it was yeah, it was insane. You can wash dishes. And I'm uh, good at that game. Yeah. yeah. Well, are these people these people that are inviting you to like the people at University of Virginia? Yeah. Right? Did they know what they were getting? I mean, have the, uh, some of them. Yeah. Some of them knew what they were getting. <laughs> and then some of them were like, who are these people? <laughs> and why are they saying the things that they're saying? <laughs> <laughs> and your first course is genocide, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> next Pretty course is much. coming up soon, but I want you to think about that for the next 15 minutes uh, while we fire it. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty we much. call this dish polio vaccination. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all to close your eyes and imagine yourself getting killed because that's what you did to us. Fuck you. Um, how do you create the dishes? So is it, are you pulling from stuff like recipes that have been passed down or are you just solely going like, here's what we have and we found and how can I best represent this 
you know, I guess, how are you creating the dishes? Half. Okay. 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 Cool. Um, so like in a lot of tribes, recipes aren't like a thing. First of all, first of all, we tell the audience what's, what tribe you're from. Oh, I am, um, uh, Pawnee. Okay. Um, I grew up in Alaska, so I grew up with the upper Athabascan people and that is where I learned like how to forage and hunt, um, and fish. Um, but my dad is from Pawnee, Oklahoma, and that is where that side of the family is from. I've been able to, I've been very, very fortunate to do a couple of things this year with my my tribe. It's been, I've been really honored to do some cool that's, things with them. That's a pretty wide range of ingredients. I mean, from it's Alaska, huge, yeah, it's, huge. it's pretty cool. And that's to go back to um, another, uh, an earlier question you had. Mm-hmm. About what people ask, yeah, ingredient wise, right? It's like, like, oh, what did you eat? And like, <laughs> you're like, we have fucking access food, to food, motherfucker. Food. Like, I'm like, well, white people. Where we ate white scalps. Because <laughs> <laughs> people only think that we had buffalo, oh, man. corn, beans, and squash. That's what. People That's think, pretty much it. Yeah. So they thought you had. Oh. But 55% of the world's food comes yeah. from North and South America. Yeah. And if you look at just the United States and you think of all of the different food yeah, systems mm-hmm. that there are, just, I mean, just from the Pacific Northwest to Nevada, mm-hmm. just, just that. Yeah. It's insane. So many. I mean, you can just go just to Mexico and be like, mm-hmm. well, I have thousands of ingredients here at my disposal to do anything I want. Yeah. You know? And you go to South America and it's a whole different ballgame. Whole. You go to the jungles whole there and other you see like unique ingredients that aren't anywhere else in the world. Exactly. It's just like, what? Exactly. Yeah. How are those tomatoes, Italians? They weren't yours. <laughs> right? They weren't yours. Right? Come None on. of that shit was yours. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, back to uh, plate development, menu yeah. development, and how you uh, come up with your dishes. Um, yeah. I, I look at what I have, mm-hmm. and I say, how can I best honor these? Sure. How can I best honor the tribe and area that I'm at? And how can I tell this story? Sure. So you do try to go for like locally, like uh, maybe if you're cooking somewhere, like you wouldn't cook the same dish here in the Pacific Northwest that you would in the Midwest, no. right? No. And you're sourcing all your of uh, your product there. You're not bringing anything with you from from the Northwest. Rarely. Yeah. Um, are, when you're cooking stuff for these uh, events, are you? trying to do them like using like more modern um you know equipment that type of stuff or are you trying to fire stuff off live fire or are you curing and fermenting or i mean i don't know i mean what are you i when i'm able to do that yeah I am, okay but like i'm just curious more than anything else yeah. like that because it sounds like really cool to be able to do that and go out and forage and use all these Mm-hmm. rad fucking ingredients and then be like okay cool like we're in the space I'll show you how to really do this mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> no I mean that's that's yeah. the whole Eric's point Eric's about the future he's all about the future yeah, yeah. I mean just you talk you I mean you're saying earlier about like wanting to show everything in its best light I'm like man you can do a lot of cool shit like fire you know cooking over fire and doing yeah. all this like, fucking rad yeah so 
Um, that was one of the things that I loved most about working in Virginia mm-hmm. was because we were out on the farm and we had like, I'll show you the pictures. Sure. But um, yeah, it was incredible. The system, uh, the setup that we had mm-hmm. with like, they dug us a fire pit and we had like the whole coal system. It was insane. That's cool. It That's was awesome. insane. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, <clears throat> like because of coding. Of course. No, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, how many people at these <laughs> events are you cooking for? I, I mean, uh, at a specific time. So for example, when you did in Virginia, how many people is that for? That was 200. 200 people. And then, so is it like a series? I mean, you were talking about everybody had their own dishes, like what, five or six dishes for everybody? Or how does that work? Or is, um, it, is it individually plated? Is it buffet style? Is I mean, um, that one was buffet. Okay. Because it was a lunch. Sure. And it had to be. Okay. Yeah. And we even like spoke during the lunch while people were eating. It was kind of awkward. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm talking. No, I know you're eating. <laughs> Keep eating. You're fine. Any questions? Yeah. They were like asking us questions while they were eating. It was like, it was not very well set up. And this, that was a conference in Virginia, right? Or yeah. was it for students? To, it was I mean, a, it was, there were some students, yeah. but it was mostly for like people. Okay. Yeah. And then the Brooklyn events, what was that kind of like? Um, the Brooklyn events, that was a lot of people from the area. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, it was a real like mix mat of like mix, mix Hotspot? Hodgepodge? Ho- yeah, that's what I'm Smorgas looking for. Smorgasbord. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll edit it down to <laughs> cornucopia. We'll just go straight to cornucopia. <laughs> cornucopia is the winner. Nailed it. <laughs> cornucopia whites Williamsburg. Oh god. Um, yeah, and so these, so all these events. I mean, they're different. You guys, you guys don't ever come in with one style, right? No. No, because there's so many different people that you're working, you know, that so many different chefs and so many different cooks. Um, Tell you're making this all sound very positive and very like happy go lucky. But I know you're running into issues and butting heads with uh, either the people that hire you or some of the other people you may work with. What are some of the issues that you're seeing with such a large, large group of people that you're working with? It's okay. You know, we, you've been on the show before. You know we shit on people. So I'm not asking you specifically name people and call them out in person, but just in general. You know, I, I know you fucking have problems with somebody at, at one time when you guys are you guys are arguing about a, a concept or a way you want to go. You know? And, and when you, you first, when we, I first talked to you about this large I collective group and I was like how the fuck that's such a large large scale kind of thing and and I like it I I love the concept and and I I think that it's a it's a good thing but at the same time you, you got to run you have to run into issues like next time this motherfucker's not going to be invited cuz he fucking threw a fit <laughs> or something you know Yeah there's always that there's always that one person that tries to like super, like kind of be the face of everything rather than just kind of be like we're all here together type thing Yeah and then even I mean what Eric was saying was like you know some people are like I want to go traditional and I want to use open fire and then somebody else is like fuck that let's use you know let's use Smart yeah, about whatever it. pressure. We don't have that time. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, what's some of the issues that you run into? And I know you're making it sound so lovely. Well, <laughs> and you know that you know there's a dark side to this, and you know I, w- I want to hear that too. 
Because this is, I mean, Eric, do you know of any, I, I don't know if I've ever heard of such a large collective, a group of chefs that are running, you know, parties. and. I haven't. I mean, I, pretty I haven't. much the closest thing was like Cowboy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I know I bring that shit up every time in yeah. here because it's funny to me. It's so but, good, you know, though. it's just, they're based in San Diego and they have a piece of people that do stuff in Seattle. And also the, uh, the one where they do the really long table. Oh yeah, what is that called? Uh, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, what is that called? I don't fucking the know. The long table? Yeah, they do them out in the middle of the in the middle of nowhere, the, the forest nowhere. and shit. So you yeah. show up and they take you by hand, lead you through this yeah. trail that they cut out, and you walk in and it's this gorgeous yeah, setup. It's insane. And they have servers, like white yeah. tablecloth. It's yeah. fucking epic. I mean, it's it looks gorgeous. It. Yeah. I have no idea how much it costs though, but it looks the pictures. They are, do them all over the United States. A- anywhere. Anywhere. Where rare locations and stuff. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, that that's another one that I think that's like a little traveling crew of yeah. people. Um, but other than that, I mean it this this sounds like very like individual people getting through to, you know, tell their own story. Which is really cool. So, what's yeah. what's the problems we got? What's going on? <laughs> I know you're very positive. Hello. Speaking of stoking fires. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Jesus. <laughs> because, I mean, it's a learning process. I and mean, we're trying to educate people. Like, maybe somebody has been, you know, they've been invited to come cook with a, a group of chefs or something like that. And there's some people that refuse to do it. They're like, I'm, I'll do my own thing. You know, I, I don't need the help of anybody else. And then there's other people like, that sounds really cool. So, give us some positives and some negatives and... Let's go hello. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um, Don't you, I know you guys. There's like five up in your fucking head. I can see you working through them. Like this mother. Just talk about how hard it is to organize 18 people. <laughs> thing I remember. It is. Your texts like it's like this. It's constant. Yeah. The hardest part it is. Like that's that is the biggest struggle. Is just like the organizing. That is. That's the. It's just too many, uh, ch- too many uh, Indians on uh, too many chiefs out of Indians. God, shut the that- fuck up. <laughs> never say that again. Let's never say it again. It's I, I didn't create that joke. Oh there's a there's God. a cookbook by this uh, English <laughs> chef, and that's the title to his cookbook. I swear to God, I'll send you a picture of it. Stop. It's it's this oversized cookbook. <laughs> it's his, and he's a two star Michelin chef. I shit you not. I'll send you a picture of it to you all tonight. <gasps> when I got that book, I was like. I, you know, I, for one time bought all these cookbooks cause I was just like, I want to see what the world's going on and whatever. And I remember getting that one. I'm like, but this guy's not even anything close to any of that. I'll send you a copy. What's uh, the, what's this eat Rainier book you have? Oh, uh, you can't eat Matt Rainier. Yeah. What the it, fuck it, it is that? It was a food critic for, um, the Seattle PI here one time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah and so he was famous. And so he put out uh, a book of a collection of all the restaurants that were here in the city and was talking about the history of what, what was going y- what on. What year? There's one that was 1950 and then one was 1955. Okay. And so I have, you can't eat Mount Rainier and you still can't eat Mount Rainier, <laughs> uh, which was a sequel to it. But at the time, it's really interesting <laughs> in talking a little bit about how people forget about shit that was going on here. And this is just, um, that's on like the total white side of mm-hmm. the you know Seattle scene here. There's stuff in there that's really interesting on the ingredient side. Um, they don't call MSG MSG for Sorry. non-white restaurants. They call it accent. So accent oh. is called, MSG is called yeah. accent for like mm. the white restaurants and MSG was like for the Chinese restaurants. It's really interesting to look at it because there's no other things around here. There was more diversity in 1955 and 1950 of restaurant styles oh, than yeah. there are now. Yeah. Like, especially on like the bigger scene because you read that book and you're like, holy shit, there's like all these cool Japanese, Chinese, tiki restaurants, all this, you know, which tiki isn't really anything that's 
I just I, I had a whole conversation this morning in bed about what the, did you know there are multiple different styles of tiki? Yes. Yeah. I, proto tiki. Yep. I mean, like traditional. There's the old school, like Polynesian style yeah. stuff that's got bastardized by tons of people doing it here yeah. on the mainland. Oh, people are hey, very because it's a culture, Robbie. Yeah, I know, and it's and they found out a way. So you have that restaurant that was down in uh, California, the Trader Joe, or not? Sorry, Trader Joe's. <laughs> no, man. the the, the famous one, uh, Trader Vic's. Okay, yes. And that's the one that kind of on the state side, yeah. mainland side, said, "Hey, we're gonna run with this and yeah. make it famous," and they did. And they did. And Still. You know, then you have these, where's a restaurant not even too long ago in New York that opened, was it Paul? Oh yeah. The Polynesian. And I looked at their menu. There was nothing fucking Polynesian about it. <laughs> it was 0%. They had all the tiki mugs. They had all the tiki things, but looking at the food, it was like fucking sliders and all this stuff. And I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Fuck. The fucking owner chef of the restaurant had like war paint on his face. Stop. I fuck, dude, what? I shit you not. And it was like Polynesian war paint. And it's this white guy. <laughs> and I'm like, and it was like on Eater in New York. Paint? And it was all these things. And I'm like, how the fuck why did everybody supply this? I don't one? understand why we, uh, why we allow this. It's because oh, I don't, to I don't, anybody I don't else, you know why? To oh, anybody fuck. else that's the consumer, yeah. the major consumer is who? White and, people. And yes. We, and so why are they going to call that out? <laughs> they're they're going to be like, fuck yeah, there's a tiki place open up not. down the street from where I live. And that's exactly what's happening. Happening. If an indigenous restaurant comes in and has messaging, you fuckers killed us all. And oh, here's why yeah. I can't do this cuisine. You know they're not gonna fucking go. Yeah. You know they're yeah. not gonna fucking go. But if some other guy came in, comes in and started cooking and does it, food. then it's okay. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's best, he, best new restaurant. He cooks, oh he cooks God, fucking, so oh, he cooks smoked salmon and mushrooms greatest, that are foraged. And mm-hmm. Before you know it, it's crazy. And then that's the oh, person yeah. who gets it. The, one of the things that pisses me <laughs> off so much, so much, is how pe- white people are like, we're rediscovering foraging. Just, we're rediscovering. <laughs> we're rediscovering. Yeah, then Christopher Columbus Rediscovering. Yeah. And it's like, no, motherfuckers. Yeah. You're not rediscovering bullshit. Yeah. Like, Your Subaru what? is not the Nina Pinta in Santa Maria. <laughs> you fucking get out of here right now. Yes. Leave those chanterelles right fucking there. They're not yours. Right? <laughs> Well, I had got into it. We had been, uh, I was talking with some of the guys on the Breakdance with Wolf pod, Wolf's podcast, and I do quite a fair amount of fishing. And uh, so I'm on all these subreddits and these messaging blog groups and stuff about fishing. And there was a shit ton of white local fishermen that were up in arms about the Native Americans coming in and dip netting. I mean, dip netting uh-huh, is, yeah. which is illegal. I'm not allowed to do that. But if they you, can, because it's their yeah, thing. That's right. And you stole the fucking it, land from yeah. them. Exactly. <laughs> it's theirs. Yeah. And so you had people in there and it was an argument about people saying who's right and who's wrong. And it's like, and I tried and I spoke, I, instead of me yeah. uh, putting my opinion into the conversation, I went out and I spoke with Jossie and I asked friends of mine about their opinion about it. And they told me, and finally it's just like. It's none of our fucking business. Yeah. Like we no, don't have the right to go in there and say anything about that. That And it, it also goes back to the same thing about with restaurants. When people come in and they try to open up a traditional style restaurant and they try to not pay homage, uh, it's super disrespectful not to stick to traditional 
And not just uh, that, it's just, it, you have to at some point acknowledge it. You can't say this is my restaurant inspired yeah. by, you have to literally come out. If you're going to do it and go, listen, I'm probably not the best voice for this, <laughs> but I had an opportunity to, and here I am. And if that makes me bad, then I'm going to take that because this is a business decision that I'm making, but nobody ever takes that fucking stance. They try to hide from it and they go, well, you know, I fucking went on vacation to the Szechuan promise for two months. And do, then I opened this thing and I'm like, get the fuck does out. It, does, yeah. it, does it, does it, does it make it, does it make it okay if you admit to appropriation i mean does that make it okay uh, no no man no, what, no the, dude. but what if you're like paying like what if you're doing uh, you like hire people yeah you could be rick bayless right <laughs> oh, but yeah, you talking? could be rick bayless who made a career no. off of it was on tv okay. and was the great translator for all these people but at the end of the day if you want to actually find out about fucking mexican food ask a mexican person yeah go to mexico find all these other things you know what the big fucking thing about people is that they don't want to ask those questions no. to people that don't look no. or sound or talk like them exactly and that's the problem because they're fucking scared and why are they fucking scared? Because there's racists out there that keep telling everybody that that's a scary person. Build the fucking wall. Do all Preach. this bullshit. And so they get a little bit of that 10% thought in their head where they don't even want to go to Mexico outside of a fucking resort. Go to Mexico in Mexico City and Best go find parts some of Mexico. shit. And that's, they don't want to do that. They'd rather have that fucking experience on a beach in Mexico that's and right. not go outside of the resort or have somebody shuttle them around. Preach, being, and now to your right, you'll see. And it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And that's how people are because they're fucking scared uh i'm gonna agree love with it. that 100 love it um and i think that is why a lot of these shitty restaurants and people doing stuff half-ass are uh, successful and it's because they make you feel comfortable with they do with appropriation um you go into some people go into these uh like uh maybe thai restaurants and it looks kind of cruddy and crappy and the kitchen is like really not up to standard and they think and they think this is gross this is fucking gross fucking gross what the fuck do you think they were making that food back in the fucking jungle over in fucking but Thailand on a fucking dirt fucking ground with fucking barely any fucking utensils or using your hands and stuff like that and to white people that's gross to me that sounds delicious but best food I ever had was in Thailand and like someone's house yeah right? i mean that's always going to be the case it's yeah. just somebody that goes well how can i scale this and they have the andrew zimmern effect where it's like i've traveled the world and i know what the fuck i'm talking about now because i've traveled the world mm -hmm. and i've translated this for many people across my channel <clears throat> and it's like well at the end of the day it's like are you gonna shit or get off the pot and try to make money now so now he's gonna cash yeah. in and go i've got my stuff all sorted here i go it falls flat you can either help that community where you're taking them from and go, hey, person who does this cuisine, let me take you if you want and be my business partner or let's yeah. go in on this halfway or whatever. You be the person that brings this to light. You can't tell me there's another fucking person in the Midwest that can help that guy out to achieve what he wants to do. No, that's, that's crazy. It's crazy because you can and it's easy to do that. Yes. So hello, I think what you're doing I, it's is great. super, super interesting. That's why uh, I wanted to. When are your Seattle ones? Do you have anything planned for Seattle? Um, probably. <laughs> you guys threw an eye collective here, right? We did. We did one um, in uh, April. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I have a, we have a kitchen. We work on pop ups and we have incubators and all that stuff. Whenever you want, just. Seriously, let us know. Space is yours. Have you ever been to his Thank space? You. I have not. No, I've driven by it. And it's stuff, it's but okay. I'm, it's just, but we, that's kind of what we do. I mean, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh shit, now I need to get you in the mix or whatever else. But I was like, <laughs> I'm just on my side personally, I'm just more interested because it's, I grew up here. You know, I grew up here and it's always been like this. Everybody always says, what the fuck is Pacific Northwest cuisine? And everybody gets it wrong. Everybody. And I'm like, 
you have a better shot <laughs> of telling everybody what the fuck Pacific Northwest cuisine is and period stamp. That's fucking it. Because there's so many people that think it's Tom Douglas salmon and Ethan stole bullshit Delicious. and all these other garbage mm. shit. Mm. And I'm like, no, that's the fucking problem. No. These are it's the fucking problem. People. We have fucking clam chowder where people shoot shit themselves. And I'm like, it's New England style <laughs> clam <laughs> chowder, you dumb fuck. Oh my God. Why the fuck is that important? Why is that a dish? And it's in a sourdough from San Francisco. So that's yeah. also from fucking here. Get the fuck out of here with that. I, I want more of what you're talking about to be the scene of Seattle. I want more of that stuff that's happening in the ID to set the standard of what Seattle cuisine is. And I'm tired of this bullshit because I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. and I've grown up around it the entire time. And every fucking year or two, somebody asked the question in whatever publication, what is Pacific Northwest cuisine? Yeah. And I'm like, it's not, you don't need to keep asking the fucking question. You need to, you need to find the people that actually can answer it. (sighs) Sorry. I got excited. No, this is I great. Like this like is it. great. I love it. You know, I'm all about this. This shit. Yeah. Controversy and uh, truthfulness. It's just you know, it's crazy, man. It's, education. Because I look. Can I just say something uh, like on, on another level, too, for what you're doing as far as getting it out and having those dinners? That would be fuck a load more exciting than going to anything around here right now. Yeah. I, I'd be holy I shit. I want to hear about that. Thank I want to hear the stories. I want to, you know, hear about you talk about genocide and actually things that are actually happened rather than everybody just going like, here's the pilgrim sitting at the table and look, he's got his little top hat. Oh, wow. Look at his little Aryan kid. You know, like, <laughs> his belt buckle. no, come on. Look at his shiny belt buckle and those little shoes. Ooh, I drew yeah. a fucking turkey with my hand. You know, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's all cool. I remember but remember doing that. Yeah. As a kid. I still do it just because it makes me laugh. Well, okay. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to end the show here pretty soon. We're going to end the show here pretty soon. But this is something that reminded me of that, of you saying you did that as a little kid and stuff, which, you know, I think we've, we've talked about this maybe a little bit on the show when you were co-hosting here. But also, what what did you learn? You used to be a, uh, what do they call it? Um, a- Amy's leaving, so say bye, Amy. Bye, say bye. Amy. Love you. I love you, Amy. Thank you for the candy. Happy holidays. Welcome I'm back from L.A. to eat it. To, to preach. Oh, a missionary. Uh, yeah, she's a missionary. <laughs> you traveled a lot, and you, um, what, you know, you were out there eating the food, the food of of other cultures, right? Right. Did, were were they, you know, were you got was the were the missionaries were they accepting of you know of of eating that type of food? Did they look down and disgust on other cultures, uh, other natives cultures and stuff? Did they try to teach them that that was wrong and that was bad and and try to change their perspective on, you know, what was good and what was bad. Oh. You were one of those people, though, weren't you? I did not support that. Yeah. Yeah, we had to, like, because there are certain food items that are part of ceremony. Like, a lot of a lot of food is yeah. part of ceremony. And... Food is life. Yeah. And ceremony, if it's not Christianity is bad. <laughs> yeah. The devil. Is the devil. And so if that food item was used for so Fijians, they drink kava, which is a root. Um and they pound it up and they do a whole ceremony around it and they drink it and and it makes your mouth numb. And if you drink enough of it, you can get like hallucinations, I think. Sweet. Um, Let's get some kava. It tastes gross. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But 
in order to be part of going into a village, you have to have this cere- a kava ceremony. And we were not allowed to do that ceremony. Because you're Christian. Because we're Christian. Yeah. And because it was like a whole thing and it was not, and it was just like, but disrespectful. Yeah. Like it's so insanely, to me as an, as an indigenous person, to say no to ceremony. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Was just like, oh, like it hurt me. And I like still to this day, I'm just like, why? Like God can't this all be all knowing, all powerful being that we're supposedly worshiping and following and honoring can't handle a Kava ceremony. He only has one point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. It's crazy shit. Right? <laughs> Coming from one side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, that's just one example. But yeah, no, absolutely. And that goes back to the thing. It's like, that's why what I talk about in these dinners is so important is because when the, when, when the missionaries came, that's one of the reasons why so many of our ceremonies are gone. Yeah. It's because stripped them. food was in every single part of our ceremonies. You can't do a ceremony if you, all the parts aren't in it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Birch Baskets. Uh, tell people how to get a hold of you. Um, on Facebook at Birch Basket or on Instagram at Birch Basket or email Birch Basket Catering at gmail.com. Okay. I Collective. I'm going to tell them how to get a hold of I Collective. I Collective through Facebook at I Collective. Um, or Instagram at iCollective underscore 2018. That's right. Um, or iCollectiveInc at gmail.com. Yeah, Bert Basket on Twitter yet? What's up? I can't handle Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is just too it's, much. It's a, just a nightmare. Twitter uh, is just, it makes me dizzy. And then last time we met up and we talked, we talked about something that was going on down in Soto. Does that, official, is that still going on? Can you talk about that? I can't is, talk about that. You can't talk about it yet? I can't talk about that. Is yet. it a, 100%? It's, we're working on it. Working on it, good. That good sounds like you. 70%. Good for you. <laughs> uh, do you have any upcoming events or anything? Any I collect stuff that you want to promote? Or uh, do you want to say anything to your fans that miss you? Hi guys, <laughs> I you. I every now and then, because I'm still on like yeah the thread, all, I'm yeah. still on the, yeah. the thread, so I yeah. see like all of the emails and stuff like that. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get questions. I get people ask. I get uh, we get you know new listeners that go back and they rediscover. Hey yo, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know they go back and they'll, they'll come in for some reason, and then they'll go back and start listening to the old one, and they'll come up to me and ask me what's up with Will. And I said, I've been trying to get this. Mo- I've been trying to get her on the show. She made, you Wait, know, edit she- yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, I try. I mean, I hit her. Uh, she's busy. I know we're all busy. Johnny's not here. He's busy. He's doing his fucking thing. You know. Yeah. So I, I understand. I respect and I love you and I miss you a lot. And I'm sh- people do miss you on the show. And I'm super proud of you and I'm really happy about what you're doing I think it's super interesting and I think more people should be um, educated about uh, their food source you know what I'm saying a lot of people just go to restaurants and they see this stuff show up on their plate and they don't really understand the history of the dish or where it comes from um, you know why you know why it's being plated like this or 
you know, why this dish at, at things are being served like that. So I think it's kind of cool what you're doing. And um, I really want to come to one of those dinners. And I really hope you get to work with Eric at some time. This guy does super yeah. creative shit. Uh, I'd like to wish him a happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yeah, happy uh, belated birthday. Thank you. Had it, dope shoes. Had it, super dope. How did Puerto Rican Christmas go? It was really well. It went really well. Um, it, was, it sold out and made a good time. And Three, we, three Bad Bunny? <laughs> yeah, we dressed like Bad Bunny. Um, it was amazing. He said his mom. He told me that his mom. Yeah, she just kind of led the whole thing. She bought the overalls for us, and it was super cool. So we all dressed like Bad Bunny and had Puerto Rican Christmas, and nobody got stabbed. So I don't know if it was a successful Puerto Rican Christmas. (laughs) I did steal a car. It was great. Um, But no, it was it was super cool, man. Like that's that's the second year we've done it, and people were coming to us this year, and we're like, this is our new Christmas tradition Tradition, now. And I'm like. Nice. We created a holiday. Um, fantastic. So it's it's super fun. It's it's letting loose. You know, we threw so much food at everybody, and it was a good crowd, man. We had people that have been there since day one. To we had a you know a four top by four top that had never been to anything we've done. Yeah. And they were like, "This is fucking cool." Yeah. It was it was fun. It was just a good time. And then we went to. Um, uh, my favorite place, uh, Frying Fish in Bellevue. Wow, it's Szechuan Cuisine. Oh, man, it's so fucking good. And we ordered, like, pretty much everything. <laughs> it was so good. That's what's up. Yeah, and it's it's stellar. Uh, everything about that place just makes me happy. Um, and it was with all of cool friends and cool peeps. And, you know, Ingrid organized it all. What's up? And so it was rad, man. And then shoes today from you. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's my You're inspi- hero, inspiring me. Man. That's amazing. Inspiring me. It's, you know, it's my uh, present to you for. Uh, you know, all you give back to the community Thank you. here in Seattle. Uh, if you want to reach out to us <laughs> through social medias, it's going to be Graha Long Steak Mister at Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Twitter, we're going to be at How Long Steak Mister. Uh, email us uh, for questions, comments, you want to argue, any of that stuff. Uh, Graha Long Steak Mister at gmail.com. Uh, me personally, you, fuck, I mean, I won't add you on Facebook, but there has been some people that have been finding me on Facebook. Cool. I'm just one of those people nice. like mad suspect. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Instagram, I'm more so yeah, I talk pictures. back I talk back to people on Instagram. Sure. So it's at Bobby Stills on all those platforms. Also PlayStation Network if you want to come for me. Oh. Uh <laughs> All day, I'm with it. Red Dead Redemption, I'm starting it up. So uh, come so see me. Jealous. Um, it's making me dizzy. I can't. Oh man. So, well, you also yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also have epilepsy. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Eric, want to give out your socials? Yeah. Uh, quick shout out though to Seattle Met Magazine for calling us uh, a good experience to check out for New Year's Eve, and also the Stranger, which what? is Stranger fate, man, Danger. They, they love us, and I love those guys. They're a bunch of weirdos and they're the best. Uh, for also putting us on there, things to check out for New Year's Eve. What the fuck are you doing on New Year's Eve? Uh, we're doing a. It's it's. <laughs> we it's a, it's a. It, Eric's pretty. Good. He doesn't really like pedal his wares on our show. No. He like that's a separate thing. He's here. We like yeah. to laugh and argue and talk like about talk shit, shit on the podcast. <laughs> right. I love to talk shit. It's my and favorite. I'm all about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, but he doesn't really. You know. He doesn't yeah. really promote his stuff too much. We're on here. S- we're starting yes. off with past past uh, apps for the first about hour. Yeah. Sitting everybody down for seven course dinner. Pulling all the luxury ingredients out for them, oh, the- and then late night snack menu. But it's gonna be like four or four and a half hours of stuff. Nice. If not, you know, last year we went to four a.m. We started at eight and went to four a.m. Is this a? 
Is this a crossover PJ night? It, it can be. I mean, I'm literally <laughs> opening it up to anybody and being like, hey, listen, if, if we have a couch there and if somebody's too trashed and they can't make it home, yeah. they're sleeping on the fucking couch. Let's build some forts, man. Um, but yeah, forts, forts is good. Uh, we're, we actually have a, Your face. We actually have a sleepover night coming in I, January. That's what I was saying. This yeah. is a crossover. Yeah, and so that's kind of the thing. Who the fuck that does sleepovers in their restaurants? Nobody does. We're going to fucking do it. Fuck that's them. That's awesome. I know, a guy, I know a guy I'm that does. That. Yeah, and it's cool because I, you know, we have, I'm a big fan of the video games, so I'm going to bring my Switch and my Xbox, and we're going to be doing all that. Plus, I'll have a bunch of snacks and, you know, you know, get everybody on the little mats and sleeping bags. And right. if people need to separate boys and girls side or whatever side, that's <laughs> fine day, too. Whatever. You know, I just don't want to hear farts. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, it's cool because then the next morning we have brunch going on and, and it's, they're just there. You know, that's peeps. tight. That's tight. Cool peeps. Uh, so your social. Media oh yeah, is. Eric Rivera cooks. Um, if you want to check me out on a Nintendo Network, it's Er Cooks 911. Smash. Uh, if you want to check me out on uh, the Xbox Land, it's Eric Rivera cooks branding. And uh, <laughs> then what else? Oh yeah, Auto Addo Seattle um, is the Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. Too. Get that Koji man for Yo, yeah, Christmas presents. You know, I have. Right? Yeah, we still have a ton of Koji. We're producing a lot of it. Uh, we. We have a whole new batch of new fermentation products coming out uh, in the first quarter of January. It's a whole different ball game now. We'll also be doing smoked fish and smoked products to order soon. Um, so it's it's all legit, all different types of woods in combination fermentation projects. Where are you getting your wood at? You got a wood um, connect? I do, but I haven't used them yet because I haven't fired up that program. Okay. Um, so it's going to be any type of wood that we get is going to be wood from Washington. Oh, that's right. Um, and it's going to be that. not cut. It's going to be like salvaged wood uh, that we'll be using, which will be really nice. So okay. there's a little bit of that thing that I want to start pushing towards, but done in an efficient way where it's not just me like hurting the environment by smoking fish. You know what I mean? Doing it in a proper way. Um, and yeah, we'll, we have... We're in the process now and, uh, of signing a lease there of our own, uh, and we're kind of finishing the details on it, but it could be anywhere from three to five years. So if that's the case, then you'll see us in that space for a lot longer than I thought, which is really cool. All right. Um, so I'll let you know here in a couple weeks. <laughs> awesome. You know, we hope for the best fingers crossed. Hello. Do you want to give out your personal social media? You got a man yet? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> we used to do this thing. Uh, we used to do a segment every week about Halal's dating adventures. <laughs> She's got multiple dates. She gets so embarrassed. But they're good. They're good stories. She would never tell them personally. She'd tell them to me, but never on air. And I'm like, "Who? What did you do last night? Oh, well, this one. I'm like, you got to tell that on the show. She's like, Fuck no. <laughs> Family members that listen to this show. It's like the, the curb your shout out. Shout out. <laughs> All the Echo Hawks. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, hello. I'll let you have the last word. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, my personal um, uh, Instagram is Pawnee D Five. If you want to follow me on that. Um, and thanks, guys. This was really fun. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Yeah, I kind of really miss doing this. You know, you know, you're welcome back anytime you want. Anytime you got to promote something, come back here or something like that. You Especially know, Especially if you want to talk shit. That's our forte. Yeah. <laughs> Love oh, <yeah>. that game. <laughs> Have you listened to the other ones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Yes. <laughs> thanks, guys. Until uh, next week, this has been episode 123 of Grill. How much longer on that? Steak, mister. Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>